Well, hey, hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Amazing Seller Podcast. This is episode number 454 and session number 140 of Ask Scott. This is where I answer your questions here on the podcast, and I do it every single Friday. And guess what? We're going to do it again, and I am pumped for you guys to be here. And uh, today, what we're going to be talking about is sourcing outside China. I get that question a lot. We're going to we're going to address that today, today on the show, okay? We're also going to talk about 3D printing as far as products go, what it is maybe, even if you don't know what it is, and then utility patents. We're going to, we're going to discuss that a little bit also and, uh, and just dig into those topics, all right? Now, if you want to get in on this conversation, what I mean by that is, you know, when we're sitting around this coffee table, and that's kind of how we talk like about this Ascot session, I want it to feel as though we're at the table together and we're just kind of, you know, bouncing ideas off each other and just uh, digging into this this uh, business stuff, really. Uh, so if you want to sit in on that table and have your your question answered, or if you just want to ask your, your own question, head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash ask, and you can do that. Just uh, record a short message of your name, where you're coming, you know, or where you're tuning in from, not where you're coming from, where you're tuning in from. And then from there, uh, just a brief question. And then I will do my best to air it here on an upcoming show. All right. The other thing is the show notes to this episode can be found at theamazingseller.com forward slash 454. All right. Now, what I want to do before we jump in, I want to give a little shout out to a couple of our recent PLC scholarship winners. Basically, what we did was, you guys may recall, I said, hey, let's have a little fun here, and uh, why don't you submit a video of you talking about your story a little bit, and uh, what you would do to enter is just get on your, your video camera, your, your phone, whatever, and just record two things. One, how long you've been a podcast listener, and then two, what is one thing that the podcast has helped you with since listening, since starting, and, uh, and we did that, and we had two winners out of about 20 entries, and they were all great, and it was probably one of the hardest things I've had to do here recently. And uh, but we did narrow it down, and uh, we are going to announce them right now. You ready? Let's go ahead and give a little shout out here. So number one, the number one winner or the first winner that is is Ty Johnson. So Ty, if you're listening, you probably already know, but I'm announcing it here publicly to give you a little love, a little shout out. Ty is a 20 year old. Kid, I'm going to call him a kid because if you're 20 years old to me, you're a kid, all right? I'm 45, but I remember when I was 20 years old. I remember not going to college. I remember working straight out of high school, and you guys know my story if you guys have listened for any period of time. You guys know that's my background. That's where I came from. Well, Ty is actually a heavy equipment operator, and his story really resonated with me, and he's a hard worker. He's already launched a couple of test products, done pretty good with them or you know, good enough to, to say I, I'm doing this and I'm I'm actually making a return back on my investment, but he's he's learning and I want to kind of mentor him because it kind of reminds me of myself. So that's what really resonated with me with Ty and uh, and that's why I wanted to do that for Ty. So Ty Johnson, congratulations and everyone, let's hear let's hear it for Ty. All right, a little applaud. Uh, the other winner was Sue Ritchie. Now Sue had. Uh, sent a video in of her explaining that, you know, I believe it was her or her partner, uh, business partner was in, uh, either a brick and mortar and then she was in sales or it was the other way around, but they, uh, they came together. Uh, they started listening to the podcast. They launched a product or two and, uh, and now they want to take the business to the next level. And the one thing that was pretty cool with all these stories is, and not even just the two that we picked as the winners, but most of them had already gotten started which I love that. It just means that you're doing something. 
And if you guys haven't been listening the past couple of weeks, then you got to go back and listen because the theme that I've been really talking a lot about is just doing something. Like you hear me all the time saying hashtag just start, right? Like just start, like just do something, whether it's consulting, whether it's uh, just taking a product and putting it up there just to learn the process, all right? Doing something. Well, most of these people that submitted had already started. And I love that because a lot of them want to go back and they want to go through product research again, which I think you never really master. I think you have to keep, you know, just mastering your craft and kind of like just honing it. Uh, and you know, that's what they want to do. I know Ty has already launched, uh, or, you know, Ty had already launched, uh, you know, some products, but he wants to go back and kind of start from scratch with broadening out the brand. Maybe Sue, same thing. So those are the reasons why I picked them. They had some really great stories. It resonated with me for a couple of different reasons. But one of the main things is, is they, they are doing something and not to say that not everyone that's listening isn't doing something. You probably are. And that's awesome. But I want to really inspire and motivate you guys to get out there and do it. Like a lot of people are, but there's a lot of people that aren't. Okay. So you need to decide what are you going to do? Are you going to sit here and just keep consuming information and then not do anything with it? Or are you going to consume the information, do something with it, get, uh, you know, get a result and then learn from that, from that experience. That's what you really need to do. You have to almost think of this as though you're going through a college program, you've paid a lot of money to go through it, and now you need to stick with it and go through the course, right? That's what you need to do. You need to go through the class. Uh, or, you know, uh, one of my, uh, one of my uh, listeners and actually someone that I just had on the podcast, uh, you know, actually he hasn't been on yet, I recorded an interview, but he calls it private label study. It's kind of like where you're, you're just consuming this information, but then you're applying it in real life and seeing what happens. And that's what I want you guys to do. So at this point, I want you guys to just do something. All right. Now I had, uh, Kathleen on recently, Kathleen, uh, Eberhart. I think that's how you pronounce her name. I'm sorry, Kathleen, if I messed that up, but, uh, that was episode 453, the episode just before this one. And we talk all about her starting by helping another business. Okay, so she didn't have a product, she didn't have the funds, but she went and helped another business and learned through that experience. Now she's consulting other businesses and that's a way for her to still tap into this this Amazon business and this e-commerce business and then from there, when she wants to, she can launch her own brand when she's ready. Okay, so again, I just want you guys to see there's more opportunity here than you might even be aware of. All right, so that's a great episode, guys. If you haven't listened to that one, do that. And before we move on to today's first question, one last thing, if you are having trouble getting started because, well, you just don't have the roadmap, I have the roadmap for you. All right, head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash start. And that's the only place you should be right now. Go through that. I have a five-part series on the podcast here that you can go through. And depending on when you're listening to this, I also have a compressed version of that on our workshops. And that can be found at theamazingseller.com forward slash workshop. I know I'm throwing a lot of links at you guys, but these are all free resources. And you can go to the show notes page to this episode and grab everything, which is episode 454. All right, so I'm gonna stop talking so we can jump into today's first question. Let's get going here. What do you say? Let's do it. Hi, Scott. My name is Guy and I'm from Israel. I'm in the product selection phase. First, let me thank you for a great podcast for all the good energy that you spread. It really comes through all the way over here to inspire and motivate. My question is about sourcing. Everyone talks about sourcing from China. What are your thoughts about sourcing from India and sourcing from the US? 
Hey guy, thank you so much for the question all the way from Israel. That is just amazing. And I think you guys have heard me say this a lot. Whenever I get an international, uh, you know, listener and we get to talk in a sense, it's pretty crazy. It's pretty awesome. And I feel so blessed to be able to, uh, to connect with all of you. So, uh, thanks for submitting, uh, you know, these questions from all over the globe. I really, truly appreciate it. Uh, okay, guy, let's, let's dig in here real quick. A lot of people think that the only place that you can go is China because that's what we talk about. Some people say, you know what? I want to do whatever I can to not source from China just because I don't want to buy product and sell it from China. I want to do it in the States. And that's great. If you can do it and if you can make money doing it, go for it. More power to you. Okay. Now I know some people, what they'll do is they will go to China. They will get the mold made. Okay. Cause the mold cost will be less and then they'll bring it over to a manufacturer here in the States. So that's another option. Okay. Now you mentioned India. Should I go to India? The answer is if you can find a product there that is in your brand and you want to, you know, source it, then absolutely. Like, why not? Now, are there going to be some customs differences and things? Maybe, you know, I, I don't know the answer to that. It, depending on the country, it's going to, as Chris Schaefer always says, depends. Uh, but, you know, it, it really does. Uh, you can go to Alibaba and you can search by different countries. You can search and just say, I want all of them to come up. And then, you know, it, it'll pull in from different countries. If you want to just uh, isolate one country, you can do that. Uh, I know thomasnet.com. I believe that is thomasnet. Maybe it's .com, maybe it's .net. I don't know. It's Thomas Net. Um, again, I'll throw these links in the show notes. Uh, but it really comes down to you just figuring out where you can source the product, where you want to source the product, okay? Like, again, like I said, you know, some people are like, you know, I don't want to source anything from China. I want to buy American-made and I want to sell American-made. And that's what I stand by and that's my brand. Good, great. Then go to work and start Googling and start reaching out to manufacturers that can do it here in the States and try to come up with a way that you can do it here locally in the States. Okay. That would be my answer. So the answer is yes, you absolutely can. And you just have to figure out where they are. A great place to start is Alibaba and, uh, and then just, you know, specifically target that, that country or just do a Google search. Uh, you know, use, use our friend Google here. It might take a little digging, but guess what? If you find a product that took you a while to find the manufacturer, it's going to be really, really good for you because it's going to take other people longer or maybe not even be able to find it. So think of it that way as well. So the answer is yes, you absolutely can. And I would suggest it if you can to differentiate yourself or at least making it a little bit harder for other people to find that product. But if you have a resource there, go for it, go for it. All right. So let's go ahead and listen to the next question and I'll give you my answer. Hey, Scott, my name is Michael, and I really love your podcast. And I was thinking about a new area, which, you know, maybe to explore. So if you could uh, 3D print plastic objects and then sell them on Amazon, that uh, could be some interesting, you know, if you can make money out of that, then it seems to be quite cheap and easy to do. Um, have you ever thought about uh 3D printing. Uh, I would like to hear your thoughts and so on. And remember, Scott, stay awesome. All right. Have a good one. Hey, Michael, thank you so much for the question. Again, it sounds like another international uh, listener. And, and uh, Michael, I'm sorry, I, I'm not sure where that accent is from. I, I don't even want to try to guess because I, I will sound uh, silly, uh, but I love it. I love it. Okay. So, Michael, thank you so much for being a listener. And I'm glad that you're getting value. And I'm glad that you asked this question. 
because, you know, I think that if you have a resource or if you want to even play in the 3D, you know, printing arena, I think that's really good. I think that's really good because it's going to allow you to be able to create a product from scratch in a sense, and then from there, sell it as tests, as test orders. Okay. Now there was someone, gosh, going back about two years ago, they were, and I'm not going to say the product, but they were creating a 3d printing, uh, product uh, of this product. They were printing them themselves. The husband was into like uh, model design and, and all the, you know, the 3d renders and all that stuff, like not renders. I don't even know what I'm saying here in the 3d market, but basically where they can take something, create that in, in like a, a software that allows you to make a 3d, uh, you know, printing thing. And then from there, uh, that he was able to, uh, to do it himself. Right. So she came up with the idea, he brought it to life and then they, they printed it. Now for them, it was a slow process because what they would do is they would, I say slow process. It was slow in the sense that when they wanted to print out 50 products, it was taking days. Okay. So it wasn't like you had a mass production thing going on here, but with that being said, if they did that on a variety of different products and then they wanted to source it, it's going to be a lot easier because then they just have to hand over the 3d printing to those, uh, to the people and then have a mold made and then you're off to the races. Now, some people would say, well, where do you find these type of people? You can find them, go to upwork.com and just look for people that do 3d printing. Okay. And then start that, start that conversation. Maybe they will lead you to another outfit that will do the custom, uh, you know, 3d renders for you and, and all of that stuff, whatever goes into it. Uh, but that is definitely something that you could be looking into. And if you already have that in your arsenal, like let's say that you already have a connection there, go for it. And again, that would be like a partnership. Maybe, maybe you say, Hey, listen, you come up with, I'll come up with the ideas and then we'll put our spin on it. You go ahead and do all of the, all of the graphic stuff for it. So we can do a 3d printing. And then from there, you know, you guys are partners now. See, he's got a skill set or she's got a skill set and you do. And then you kind of come together. That's a, that's a great partnership. Um, but again, I'm not saying you have to partner. I'm just saying it would be right. You always look for these, for these different things. So with that being said, I think it's a great idea. All right. And for some people it's going to be easier than others, but if you can do it, it's a great, a great thing because again, you can bring a product to market very, very quickly. Yes. You might have to get some boxing made. You might have some boxes created. So what? That's easy. That's not a hard part. I mean, for starters, you can just go to Uline, get some uh, generic boxes and have some labels printed and put those on there. I mean, if you just wanted to get started that way, or you can go to a company and have some boxes printed and then you just have to put them together. Yes. It's a slower process as far as like, you can't bang out a thousand units, but you're going to be able to take a product from nothing to something and then launch it, get a result, see what happens and move on. And then from there, if it works, obviously we're going to want to scale that. You're not going to be printing them at home. At least I would hope you wouldn't be. All right. So hopefully that answers your question. Sorry. I didn't refer to the terminology. I don't know the terminology, so I did my best. All right. So, uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully I uh, did it some justice. All right. So Great question, and I'm glad that you asked it, Michael. So, all right, let's go ahead and uh, listen to one more question. I'll give you my answer. We'll wrap this baby up, and you guys can get on with your day. What do you say? Hi, Scott. This is Dan from Northwest Indiana. I'm just about 30 miles southeast of Chicago. Been listening to the podcast for quite a while. I have been doing Amazon, started out with retail arbitrage, 
and have been private labeling for the last two years now. My question is, uh, many times would they say to try to find a product and improve it. I think I've done that. Now the person that says they have a utility patent on the product and I'm not sure what to do. I wonder if you could give some insight on that. Uh, I have changed the shape of their product. Yes, it does the same thing, but I've improved the product. So if you could let me know what else I need to do. I hate to spend some money on a patent attorney. It's not that good a product. I should probably just let it go. Thank you, Scott, and I'll listen for your answer. Hey, Dan, thank you so much for the question, and it is a good one, and I've answered this before, but yours is a little bit different because I think you want to know the answer to this one big question, okay, is I have an idea, I think I can modify a, a product that's already on the market, but that product on the market is patented, and if that product is patented, if I just make a little tweak, can they come after me? And the answer is they can. And they probably will. And then it comes down to how much money do you want to spend to fight it? Okay. And to me, I think you already answered your own question here towards the end of your of your question was, you know, you said maybe I should just, you know, move on because the profit margin isn't really there as well. So maybe I shouldn't even do it. Well, I, I think you just answered your question. Number one, you're going to have a lot more headaches. And I think there's other products out there you could probably work with that won't give you... Uh, you know, as many headaches as far as patent stuff and trademark and infringements and claims and attorneys contacting you and battling with that because you're going to make, you know, uh, I don't know, 25% margin when you should be making 35 or 40 or even 50, right? So I don't think you should go down that road. With that being said, maybe you do see that there's profit after or profit margins that are higher once you get rolling, once you buy more and stuff. And you're like, you know what? If I was able to do this, I think it would work. Then I would say, then invest in a patent attorney. I mean, the only way you're going to know if you uh, if you have a chance at even you know avoiding any type of uh, you know court fees or lawyer fees or anything like that after you get a claim against you is to really contact a patent attorney and ask them their opinion. But one patent attorney had told me probably about a year ago now that you know even if they have a patent pending and they have a lot of sales coming in, and you don't have any sales coming in, they've got more money to fight you, right? So if they have that money coming in, they will be willing to fight you, especially if they see growth and if they see that you know, you're infringing on a patent. Even though you think that you made a tweak and it's not the exact, you know, on a, on a utility patent, it's not the same design and, and, and you've kind of tweaked it a little bit. But again, that you're... Your patent, pat, or uh, I'm sorry, your your item that you may think is patentable, it might not really be because it's too close to the other one. And you wouldn't know that until you started filing through the patent process, which from what I'm gathering is not always an easy process because they're going to come back and say, no, it's too close to this one. You got to come back and do something different. And then you got to adjust something else, or maybe it's the fabric, or maybe it's the, the texture or something like that. So because of that, I would say I would stay away. I'd run myself. I don't want to get cease and desist letters. I don't want to get, uh, you know, patent infringement letters. It's just something that's going to take away from you, you know, growing your own brand. And I think there's enough out there, enough other products that you could do without infringing on a, on a patent and then going down that whole road. So I would say, you know, 
again, sitting at that, at that coffee table, you and I having that cup of coffee, I'd say, Dan, walk away, man. There's other, there's other products you could be doing. And I think you already know that answer. I think you kind of answered. I think you just wanted a little bit of confirmation from someone else. Um, and that would be my advice. I would stay away. If you think that there is a chance, then, then hire a patent attorney. A patent attorney is probably going to cost you three, four, maybe $500 to give you, you know, I guess some, some advice. Um, but again, even if they give you advice, doesn't mean that it's hundred percent. It just means it's their advice. They may say, you know, if it was me, yeah, I think we could fight it and yeah, I'd go for it. But if you're not willing to spend $10,000 in lawyer's fees, you might not want to do that. Heck for $10,000, we can go launch another product. Right. So I think I'd stay away. Anyone else that's listening that might be thinking to themselves, oh, if I just make this one little tweak, I think I'll be okay. I'd walk away. We actually had a product that we were thinking about launching. Actually, there's two now. There's two products. One of them, actually, there's three. <laughs> there's three products. Uh, one of them uh, we were going to launch. We did some research. There was a patent pending on Google Patents. We found it there. And then I, I sat down with a patent attorney. Uh, I was actually going to have him on the show and he got busy and we ended up not, not uh, getting together. I'm still going to try to get him back on or try to get him on uh, because I think it would be uh, interesting to have a patent attorney on and kind of give us a little bit of the ins and outs. But he had said, you know, it, it's on there, but it's actually expired. So they're, they're letting it go. But he did say, if you are going to do it, be prepared because they're probably going to, to uh, you know, send in some type of claim. And then it's going to, now it's going to be, you know, you're going to be spending money on attorneys. They're going to be spending money on attorneys. And really the only one that's going to be winning on that is the attorneys and whoever wins the battle. And hopefully the product is good enough to keep going. Um, so that was one. And then we had another one that we were going to launch that was actually more of a trademark. And uh, then I just backed off. I said, nah, I'm not going to go down that road. And then one most recently was one as well. And, uh, you know, I just, I, again, I said, if we can't make that thing like completely different where there's no confusion, then I'm not even going to do it. There's plenty of other products that we can launch. Uh, and not just have to launch that one and, and get into a whole, you know, lawyers and, you know, all that stuff. So we don't want to do that. So anyway, I know I'm rambling here a little bit, but I just want to make sure I'm clear. You know, there's a lot of other opportunities out there that you don't have to go down that road. And I would probably stay away. I can sleep better at night. I don't want to wake up and be wondering, am I going to get that phone call? Am I going to get that, that letter? You know, I don't want to go down that road. All right. So, all right. I think that's going to wrap it up. I mean, this is uh, this is pretty awesome, guys. We're at 140 sessions right now of the Ask Scott. That means 140 weeks, which is amazing, and I'm not going anywhere. Now, the next episode, uh, depending on when you're going to listen to this, is episode 455, and that is going to be on Christmas Day. Now, I'm not going to be recording on Christmas Day, but I'm going to record one beforehand, and I'm going to give you guys a little, a little special episode where I'm going to give you my gift to help you succeed. All right. So be on the lookout for that one. You don't have to listen to it on Christmas day. It'll be there. Enjoy your family. Enjoy time with your, your friends and just enjoy some time to relax. But if you did want to tune in, it will be there for you because I don't want to get off of my routine of Monday, Wednesday, Friday. So I'm going to be doing an episode. It won't be that long. It'll, it'll be, uh, you know, probably around 20, 25 minutes, probably. Uh, I don't know exactly. I'm just going to tell you what I need to tell you. And then I'm going to, I'm going to let you guys go, but definitely, uh, that one there is going to be, uh, just a, a little episode that's going to give my gift to you to help you succeed. And it's really important that you understand that I'm here to help you succeed now and into the future. I'm not going anywhere. And, uh, I want to do my best to give you, you know, the resources and the motivation 
to get out there and do it. And I hate using that word because, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, you don't want to be that rah-rah, you know, everything's perfect and I'm not that guy. But I am a guy that believes that, you know, we all have choices. And, you know, if you want the lifestyle of being able to create your own schedule and, you know, live where you want to live and, and, and all of that, then, uh, then I think you have that choice and I think you can do it. And I think this is a great business model to, you know, get you involved in the online space, whether that's where you're going to end up, you know, I can't say that, but it will get you started. And, uh, and from there we can get some momentum and we can start to, uh, to, to get you moving, you know, closer to where you want to go. All right. So, all right, guys, that is going to wrap it up. I want to remind you the show notes to this episode, theamazingseller.com forward slash 454. I'll have all the other links there for you. The one important one is theamazingseller.com forward slash start. Go there. Start consuming that if you haven't done so already. That is your five-step private label roadmap all laid out for you. There's five episodes of the podcast there, and I have them grouped nice and neatly on that uh, on that blog post over at theamazingseller.com forward slash start. All right, so guys, that's it. That's going to wrap it up. Have an awesome, amazing day. Remember, as always, I'm here for you. I believe in you, and I'm rooting for you. But you have to. You have to. Come on. Say it with me. Say it loud. Say it proud. Take action. All right, guys, I'll catch you later. Have an awesome, amazing Christmas if I don't talk to you until after. All right, take care.